Hey guys, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It's Friday. So that means I am back with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Now we are here to spill the tea and of course break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. I hope you got your drinks ready. Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey Al. What's going on, Claudia? Oh, you're looking beautiful, extra oh. beautiful tonight. Looking like Jane Kennedy going on. Hilarious. You know what? My my goal, I already told Jane, I had a meeting with her. I want to play her in a movie. I want to do her story. I'm going to go ahead and claim it right now. So thank you very much. You'll be perfect. And please welcome and filling in for Funky Dineva tonight is executive producer. Y'all seen his name on all kinds of credits on your favorite shows. He is doing his thing. I went to his page today. I said, well, I didn't know you did that much. Please welcome <laughs> James Knox. Hey, James. Hi. Hey, Claudia. Hey, Al. Going on, James. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Ready I'm for so excited to be here. I'm, all, I'm let's, let's get into it. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Y'all look good. Congrats on all that you do. Like, I'm now venturing into the product producer space, and it's a lot waking up to your phone with 60, 70 messages. And I know you've been doing this successfully for a while. So yeah. uh, kudos to you as a Black man doing this thing in this business. It's not easy, I'm sure. Thank you. Come on over, girl. We would love to have you. Um, oh, I got some ideas. I'm going to call you after the show. Let's talk. You yes. Hello, Kiki. Things. Let's do this. Look, look, we got some. Oh, and we got it. I'm on a show that you are. Um, you, you are. You're on a show that I created, but we'll talk about that one thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what you drinking on tonight, Mr. James Knox? 1942. Oh, that's that rich producer money, Al. That's, uh -huh, that, producer. that's that good money. What you drinking on, Al? <laughs> Uh, poor man, Modelo beer. <laughs> Modelo beer. <laughs> we gonna we gonna get a raise soon now. One of these days, okay. And uh, I'm drinking some tea. I got a migraine headache, so the lights. Do y'all get migraines? Bad, real bad. And people don't yeah. understand like a real migraine. You get nauseous. You start seeing like squiggly lines. Your vision. You got to pull over. So but with you these got lights, new eyes. You can't be messing with no migraines. <sighs> Now. I know it's I don't know I, I think I have a little bit of a stress a little bit of stress going on but it's okay it's a good thing so um y'all ready to get into this yeah let's do it oh I, I forgot to ask James are you excited to be here James I'm like what uh you know Q is my Dineva is like one of my best friends so to fill in for him you know I gotta turn up for the people it's Miami oh. all day 305 now, before people get to wondering if he's out because he's with a gentleman caller or the effects of one, <laughs> he's out there working on something, so he's doing his thing. Now, now, James Funky is your boy. Yes. So, can you give us an embarrassing story about a drunken night? Oh, you know, a night out with him. Like, can you give us something? Give us a little something, son. I don't know if he told you guys this, but um, one day we went to Red Rooster here in Miami. Went to Red Rooster here in Miami. My friend didn't tell me that he had done an edible before we arrived. Uh -oh. And about 20 minutes into the dinner, my friend was passed out in the middle of Red Rooster on the people floor. <laughs> Funky was passed out? Funky was passed out on the floor in the people's restaurant. Is he a lightweight or does he have a high tolerance? To me, it looks like with the edibles, he's a lightweight. He ain't weigh about 145 pounds, too. Correct. So everything is wet. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. And if you come up with anything else on the show, please feel free okay. to interrupt. Glad okay. you have a good story, James. Especially so, funky. yes, we have seen him in action. Okay, so it's TJF, so let's jump into some hot topics. Now, Mary J. Blige will be performing during the 2022 Super Bowl halftime show on February 13th. 
but she could only perform one song from her entire catalog. According to Good Morning America, Mary J. Blige says she is leaning towards family affair because she believes hip hop has influenced family life around the world. Now, which song do y'all think Mary should perform during Super Bowl? And are you surprised she's only being offered to sing one of her many, many hits? Because I, they let Shakira sing way more, right? Didn't they? They did. Look, I, I feel like um, I am I am in line with Mary. I think that Family Affair is probably the best choice for like a Super Bowl crowd. Um, so first of all, shout out to Mary for even getting this opportunity, right? She's been in the game for a very long time and I feel like it's long overdue. Now, do I wish she was singing more than one song? Absolutely, but she is sharing the stage with the likes of Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Dr. Dre, and um, Snoop Dogg. So I feel like, you know, one is enough. It's, it's well-deserved. She said it's like, you know, this, for her, this feels like her Oscar nomination. I agree. Go out there and kill it. But Family Affair is absolutely the best choice. What a black lineup. I'm here for it, Super Bowl. Period. Okay. Um, Al, what do you think about this? Well, you know, they say the reason why we're having such dynamic lineup of talent at the Super Bowl is because of Jay-Z's uh, meeting with the commissioner of the National Football League. Um, do I think that that song is appropriate? Absolutely. It makes perfect sense to me. Remember, that is her first and only number one single that she had, and it was written and produced by Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is head of this lineup. Dr. Dre is the lead uh, talent on the Super Bowl. So uh, it only makes sense. And it's in Dr. Dre's hometown. So I feel like everything, including the stars and everything else is lining up. And I can't wait to see Mary J. Blige kill it. Uh, let me see. There's some comments in the in the chat. Jason said, no more dancing and one song is enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, one song is a tease. Uh, Mindful J says, Funky went to go watch Janet. Hold on, there's one more comment. They said they wanted her to sing. Oh, LDM says Dance Soiree. Is that the song? So she can explain. I don't know. All right, they're, they're going in about this. Um, I'm just glad she's not singing about chicken. <laughs> that chicken commercial. That Burger King commercial. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shade, Mary J. Get your bag. You deserve it. You've been putting that work for many many, many years. Uh, speaking of bags and people that have been losing bags, Coachella is almost here and Travis Scott fans are pushing hard for him to headline next year's festival and they created a petition for him to perform this year. But something's up with that petition. On Wednesday, uh, he received almost 70,000 signatures, but by Thursday morning, the numbers decreased to less than 7,500. Should Scott hit Coachella's stage? What do y'all think? Should he get back on that stage? Absolutely not. I feel like he is my understanding that Travis is the one who chose to take a step back uh, this year and not perform at Coachella. That was the best choice. Let's not forget that a few months ago, 10 people, right, died at an Astro World performance and hundreds were severely injured, right? So I think that the respectable thing to do is probably not to draw that sort of crowd into the Coachella space, okay? So for me, he made the right choice in stepping away. Now, I've heard that Kanye has replaced Travis at Coachella. And with that said, I imagine Kanye loves to align himself, you know, with the cancel people. 
And I imagine that he is going to try to get Travis to come out on stage with him. Travis, don't do it. Stay away, come back next year, take over, headline Coachella. I think that makes sense. I do think that this year, though, uh, he probably needs to take a step back. Okay. Okay. Al, what do you think? You know, I agree. I agree with um, James. Uh, but let me find out Travis Scott is a soulmate. I said months ago, back in November and December, soulmates and TGI fans, y'all remember, I said that he needed to disappear. I said that he needed to step away from the blogs and get out of those headlines. And that is exactly what he did. Now, the issue here is I think there this a stunt, let's call this a stunt, was a lift, I'm not even going to be able to say that, but was a test to see where the (laughs) sentiment, yeah, that one, (laughs) to see where the sentiment was on him. And what we realized is that we're still not ready. Like James said, we're not ready, uh, Travis. And I know that uh, Kanye feels like he owes Travis you know, a favor because Travis is the one that told him where Chicago's birthday was when Kim exited his ass out of that birthday party. But Travis, like James says, don't do it. We're not ready. We like you. We know that you're talented. You made some mistakes and just stay in timeout so that you can come back in full and robust uh, way that you're supposed to. I think it's too soon. Don't do it. It's going to ruin your ability to come back and come back seamlessly. Now, as much as much as there's been lots of white festivals and white artists that have these deaths all the time, but we don't hear about them because that's not our demographic. We don't really tr- we don't pay attention to those. You know, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm put that to the side because way more than ten people have died at those festivals. But I do agree with you both. I think taking a timeout because you know when you're black. You got to be twice as good and, and you got to be twice as good and ask for half the money half the time when it comes to these people, it's corporate folks. It's just the way it is. And uh, if he wants to get back in good, you got to sit down for a minute. Although I didn't agree with it at first, but I do agree with it now. And I don't think it's the smartest thing to be encouraging a big group of people like Coachella, which is already full of drugs. I heard. Um, and people having a good old time. So we don't want to incite any more of that. Um, okay, Travis, take a little time out. And Kanye, I, 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 I'm, y'all, I'm Kanye'd out, y'all. I'm Kanye'd out. Down yeah. to the ground. I can't. I'm so tired. I'm tired. Just take me out. I, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be a part of it. Um, no. But do I think that he's a suitable replacement for, for, for Travis? Absolutely. Um, and I just think, though, that knowing Kanye, aligning himself with Marilyn Manson, aligning himself with the baby right after their big moments, I think that he's absolutely going to try to pull Travis back into oh, for sure. For oh, sure. I, I've, I'm so he's so overexposed right now. And just a year, a year ago, he was a MAGA-loving, red hat-wearing, slavery is a choice, you know, slander for our, our, our historical um, civil rights pioneers and, and leaders that were trying to get us out of slavery. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like... Why do we keep I- giving him a chance? You know, there's something about this entertainment industry. The more you act out, the more we reward you as 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 african-american talent and we reward you to the point where we lift you up only to just wait in the corner to see how far and how far hard you're gonna fall i i i just don't get it with this i just don't get it with this depending on who it is we have a very short memory i'm gonna leave it at that depending on who the hell it is because certain people we just stay mad at them forever they made one mistake 
and they are just done. We are done with them. And then others <laughs> mess up weekly and we are, oh, don't do oh, just a black man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. y'all, whatever. Bye. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And I'm sure we have one or two more Kanye West stories because he stay in the news, especially with this new basic white girl that he's trying to make, make, make a thing with us. We'll be right back with more uh, TJF when we return. Welcome back to TJF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan with Al Reynolds and filling in for Funky Dineva for tonight is executive producer and one of Funky Dineva's closest friends, producer, executive producer, James Knox with the popping skin. They going hard for you in the chat about that skin now, James Knox. Period. I don't know what's going on, but it's looking good to me too. Oh, okay. You I was famously uh, tried to get James to put me in the game. And Claudia's like, what you talking about? <laughs> oh, while getting on TV? I was begging James off camera, everybody, <laughs> to give me a job. <laughs> well, I'm sure he has your number. Anyway. For the love of Al, maybe? <laughs> we can have men on there, women. We can have white, black. You got to put rich black men on there because he definitely. Oh yeah, you are never met one he didn't like. So yeah. <laughs> that's going straight to series. That we can put that straight on the air right now. Okay, cool. There you go, Al. You're welcome. I get that alley oop. Oh, Speaking of dating and uh, being out there, the dating uh, app Bumble responded to the tragic death of Lauren Smith Fields, who died after going out on a date with a man she met on the app. Now, here's their statement. We empathize with Lauren's family, friends, and we stand behind our statement that every parent deserves to know what happened to their child. This matter deserves a thorough and serious investigation for the Fields family to get justice for Lauren. What are your thoughts on this story? There's a lot of uh, suspicion around this story. I don't know. What do you think, James? Um, what's What's upsetting to me is that it seems like it took... For Cardi B, if you guys remember, Cardi B actually uh, tweeted about this story or put up a post about this story. Um, it, it took for Cardi B to make a comment about this story for um, Bumble to actually release a statement um, and honestly for the police department to take it seriously. That's that's the most upsetting part. But I do want to say that I, don't, I think this story is less about Bumble unless it's found that the guy you know, who met the young lady on Bumble is the one who, who, who harmed her. I think it's less about Bumble and more about that police department. The idea that a 23-year-old woman is found dead and you don't reach out to her parents because you don't have to is a little bit strange to me. Um, and, and for that to be the excuse that you give someone's family we didn't have to reach out to you. I'm not saying, I'm not going to deem this a racial matter, but it has the makings of something that is racial. It's just another black girl who did. And, and, and that is unfortunate um, if that is the case. So I am happy that Cardi's tweet has um, sparked something in this police department to do a thorough investigation. And I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the story. You know, we don't want to say it's racist, racist, but how can we not, you know, because to this day, 20 some or is it 30 some years later, there are still documentaries about John Benet Ramsey. Not that there shouldn't be, but it'd be nice if, the, if we can get some attention, not the same, but some. No, I'm going to say the same. How about that? Mm-hmm. We still have I, I seen something with Scott Peterson, like they still revisit these stories. And with us to just blow it off like that. That's a family that's in pain. And and Al, what do you think about this? What do you think about the um, this Bumble story? 
Um, you know, I think the statement is to be expected. I think, you know, for good PR and to keep that 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 platform alive and functioning, I think it was a good idea for them to issue a statement in support. Um, but listen, Bumble, I'm still waiting to see and waiting for you to release those Bumble chats. I need to see those documents, uh, the chat that went on between him and that young lady as it led up from the first time they met to as it led up to them meeting uh, in person. I also need to see his chat on the Bumble platform altogether. Is this a pattern that he has? Has he only spoken to Black women in the past? Um, and what was that conversation like? That's what I need for him, for Bumble to do instead of issue these I'm sorry and support um, um, statements. Um, in addition to that, though, Claudia, let me tell you something. There, there's something is going on. Something in the milk don't smell right. I think it's a saying. I'm not really sure. I saw the pictures of that young man and I saw the pictures of her apartment. The two are just not added up, in my opinion, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm not suggesting there's something in there is just not right. Someone's not being forthright about who's who in that scenario, both on the family side with the young lady and with the male side. So I can't wait to watch and see how this story unfolds, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, we're about to see some really good stuff unravel with this. They're saying that he had ties to the police department and he called his friend who was a cop. So, you know, that kind of raises some eyebrows and some red flags that, you know, you have an inside person and we all know how these things go. Let's not act like it's not weird or odd for them to stick together and cover up some things. We had a couple comments from the chat. Nina Lynn says this man should be deemed a person of interest. They should be investigating the situation. Nikita said we have to wait for the autopsy report. Absolutely. We don't know. You know, we'll we'll wait and see. We always well, we got, wait we got the autopsy. We got the autopsy report now. We got that. We're waiting for the second one, the family's independent <laughs> autopsy report. We got the autopsy report already. And a good thing about this, though, I do have to find a silver lining, is that the governor has passed a law because of her, this, this young lady, that parents of any deceased uh, person in the state uh, whatever whatever state this is will be notified. Connecticut, yeah, will be notified. So that's a plus. All right, y'all, we will definitely keep y'all abreast of the story with any new uh, developments in it. Okay, yesterday, TMZ reported that, yeah, (laughs) yay was in the process of reaching out to the homeless people who lived on Skid Row to model his latest clothing line for his upcoming fashion show. Well, a Yeezy Gap spokesperson told Complex on Thursday afternoon that the reported event isn't on Ye's schedule. The rep also denied the existence of a reported collab collection being in the works. Now, the verdict is still out on the story, but do you think that would have been a good idea to, uh, I don't know, enlist the help of homeless people to model in his fashion show? James. Absolutely. If it's if it's not on his schedule, they need to get it on his schedule right away. I think that um, listen, Kanye's clothes look like they are for the homeless people. So, so, so why not allow the homeless people to, to model them? Why not use that as a as a way to actually give back to them in some capacity, right? When the story was initially uh, when the story initially came out, it was saying that the 100% of the proceeds of this collection would go to uh, skit row victims that uh, skit the people on skit row that's amazing great you should do that 
Um, and then maybe the people who are at who model in the show, maybe you actually figure out a way to get them off of Skid Row. Maybe you, you, you provide some housing for them or some mental um, health services. Maybe you actually do something um, with this collection as opposed to it just being all about fashion, fashion, Kim, fashion, fashion, like actually do something with that. So I personally think that if it's not on his schedule, the team should get it on very quickly. And seeing how one of them raggedy old shirts costs twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars, that's about the price of almost rent for one month in L.A. So, Al, what's your thoughts on this? You think he should get the homeless people to model his show and then return them back to the streets after he's done booking them? (laughs) Thank you, Claudia. (laughs) It sounds good. And, buddy, believe me, I support everything you're saying as far as giving back and all that great stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this right here is a play. A smart PR play and marketing play, I believe, from the clothing line that would like to do the collaboration collaboration with uh, Ye. Um, he didn't he didn't come up with this. He doesn't like anything ugly. He's very meticulous. He only likes pretty things, beautiful things, very, very, very nice things. He wants his shows to be daggone near perfect. Um, I love the idea and the concept, and I still hope that the proceeds go to support the homeless because it did, you know, the story was that we'll support all the proceeds will 100% go. Kanye didn't come up with this. He doesn't like anything ugly because if he did, he would have done it long before now. This man has been a part of some of the largest clothing collaborations in the history of fashion. And he's never once spoke about helping a homeless person. I think Kanye at this point, sit your ass down and we'll (laughs) like you more. You're trying too hard. Kim's being quiet over there with pale ass Pete Davidson minding her business, getting Pete's meat, which I hear on um, the street <laughs> is very impressive. And you over here trying to shove this Julia Fox girl down our throat with her homeless couture makeup. It looked like it smudged and she done woke up in the alley and rubbed her eyes. And now it, you're throwing everything at the wall to try to make something stick. And it's giving desperation. Kanye, you're too good for this. You are talented. You are creative. You are wealthy. You keep reminding us you're the richest black man in America. Okay. So act like it. Every day, it's a different gimmick. You are too deep in the game to need gimmicks. And that's what you're doing right now. And I know I sound like a hater because this is what happens when you overexpose yourself. People start being like, okay, enough. Like, look at a Johnny Depp. We get a little big piece of him here and there. And we want more of it because we never see him, right? That's Maybe that's not the best example. But it's the first person that came to my mind because I didn't take my brain pills today. But when you don't (laughs) see someone all the time, you want to see them, right? Kanye, it's been... 15 days straight of all Kanye all day. And I'm sick of it. And I don't want to buy anything you're doing now because I've been force fed you too much. And it's just giving thirst, thirst bucket. It is. Get back in the studio. Stop with these throwing everything against the wall and just hoping something sticks. I'm sick of it. Sorry. Am I alone? In this? No, absolutely not. Absolutely <gasps> not. You know, I said in the last story, I'm tired of Kanye. I'm tired of talking about Kanye. In my personal life, I'm tired of talking about Kanye. It's too much. And you said it perfectly. He's overexposed. And it, he is, it, like you say, last year, year, two years ago, it was MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Now you're doing, it, it's just, it's, it's too much. It's too much for me to keep up with. And MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Can I just point out real quick before we go on to this next story, this Chris Brown story? When you was MAGA, 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 you deleted all the bass in your voice, which is 
which is which is like characteristic of a black man, right? You got the well, I have to invest, boys. And then soon as Trump's out of office, you want to go be on stage with Drake, and now you got the base back. Where did the base go during those four years? I, I want to know. Where was the base? Where'd the base go? You put your base on a hiatus, put your ass on a hiatus. I'm tired of seeing it. Okay, moving on. A woman filed a $20 million lawsuit against Chris Brown, accusing him, these are serious charges here, of drugging and raping her on a yacht in December of 2020. Now, the singer has now denied any truth to these claims against him. Uh, Taken to his Instagram, Brown maintains his innocence and affirms, I hope y'all see this pattern of cap. Whenever I'm releasing music or projects, they try to pull some real bullshit. What are your thoughts on these allegations? And do you think they are cap or fake, as the youngsters say, cap? So let me start with this. I come from a space where if a woman says she was raped, you have to believe that woman um, initially, right? Um, If that happened, Chris Brown should be put up under the jail, okay? Um, I will say, though, what is concerning to me is that the story leads with $20 million. It doesn't lead with he needs to go to jail. It doesn't need lead with we need to get this predator off the street. It leads with she's suing for $20 million. So that, it, it makes you feel that this is more of a money play. Again, I am not saying it's not. If this happened to this woman, he should be put up under the jail. If this is a, if this is cat. If this is a lie, she should be put up under the jail. Um, but I, I don't know. It's a hard one for me. I, 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 I don't know. I know Chris Brown. I don't know him to be that way, but we're not in that situation. You know what I mean? Um, I hope it's not true. I hope it's not true. Um, I, it just bothers me that, that the story leads with $20 million and not that this guy may be a predator or something like that. That, to me, leans towards Cap. Good point. Al, what do you think about this? I'm not buying it. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Chris Brown, we're still mad at you over Rihanna. Chris Brown, we saw your behavior on Good Morning America. Chris Brown, we heard about your rape allegations in Paris. Enough is enough. All of you young superstar celebrities, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. You've, you've got to stop using your celebrity to take advantage of these women. I don't care if she asks for $20 or $20 million, You've got to stop this. I mean, it just is not right to take advantage of women drugging them and taking advantage of them. That It just should not happen, period. And I'm also tired of constantly reporting on these megastars, these wealthy, these influential entertainers. Every week we're talking about the same thing. Baby mamas, rape, uh, child support. It's enough, okay? Enough is enough and something has got to change. I understand when you are a megastar, you get used to Fame is a drug. You get used to being told yes all day, every day. But when a woman says no, a woman says no. Now, she can show up there butt naked. And if she decides that she doesn't want to have sex with you, then you don't need to have sex with her. And if you raped her, then you and Trey Songz both can go straight to jail. You know, as a woman, of course, I mean, I have had so many conversations with my friends about some of your faves. And this goes back 20 some years 
that I've been hearing about these kind of things with some people and people, if you like the person, you're not going to believe them. And it's sad because most of the women that I know that have, have actually been raped end up not coming forward because the first thing people do is say she's in here for a bag, especially when it's a black woman, we're always called whores and gold diggers. Um, but on the flip side, it's become, you can weaponize these charges now and you can really hurt someone's reputation or you could be lazy and try to get a bag off this. Although it's very difficult to get. I'm going to tell you right now, most people that I know that have been raped have never reported it because fear of not being believed, being dragged through the mud. You're not going to believe me anyways. He's too powerful. I'm scared. So a lot of them let it go. There's been so many of your faith. I can tell y'all too that tried it with me. Okay, with drugs, with trying to drug people, trying to drag you into a closet and fighting them off. But I'm well done. It wasn't Chris Brown. It was not. But I'm going to say this. It sucks because there are people that are opportunists. And then there's people that just believe all the celebrities. So we have these two things. We don't know what's what. So let's just go to innocent until proven guilty. But let's not brush this woman off and her allegations. Let's investigate it first. And I do hate that it leads with the 20 million dollars, too. Well, you know, I just want to know why Chris Brown and Trey Songs are very attractive men. I don't know too many women that would say no. I mean, I'm not I don't mean to demean women when I say that, but they're very attractive men. They're very successful men. Women want to be with them. I'm not understanding what this shortcut is, because I view rape as a shortcut you know, unless it's a psychological issue. I just feel like for a famous person, it could be viewed as a shortcut. And those two guys don't have to take these shortcuts. You know, um, in my experience, it wasn't about, I need to get asked. Cause I, you know, it, it usually is men that can, it's getting it from the one that said, no, it's mm. getting it from the one it's, Oh, how dare you say no. When I was in high school and I have a, if you go to my Facebook page under my notes, I wrote this thing about depression when I went through some things. And I talked about how, when I was in high school, I was a virgin and this kid in my class, he said, Claudia is the type of girl that needs to get raped. And eventually oh. someone did have their way with me against my will. It was a thing because I was saying no. And it's not about, Oh, you know, I, you know, I just want to just force it. It's a power thing. It's, it's the, they get so many yeses. It's boring. And the no becomes the next level. Not saying well, that. You know, okay, I totally, I totally, I, you know what? I thank you for bringing it up. Cause I did not think about that, but mm-hmm. in this case, he saw her, a friend introduced her on the phone. They were on the phone and he said, come over here right now. She came immediately. Um, in Trey Song's instance, they met at the club, they hung out. And he said, come home with me. And she came home immediately. So where's the no in that? Where where did they say no in that? You're talking about the no when they were finally getting ready to have sex. And they may have said no, but where is the no history in that? I don't see a no history in these cases. So, you know what, let's let's all you know what we have more to say. We can take a quick commercial break. If y'all want to pick this back up after the break, we can do that, because I think this is a really important conversation. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I see y'all in the chat. We've got 1824. Can y'all get us a 2000? I know some of y'all are going back and forth to Janet Jackson and um, we, that's cool, but don't, don't y'all be loyal to us. Okay. We was, we was with y'all first. All right, y'all, let me get into this live read. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy meal time and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Now, Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. 
It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door and ready in seconds. Now pop your meals in the fridge or freezer and use them when you're ready. It's just that easy. Now all their recipes taste absolutely delicious, are nutritionally balanced and free of junk, helping to set your little one up for a lifetime of health. Now my order's on the way and I'm so excited to share with all my mom friends Even the babies and toddlers are eating better than me because they're getting their nutrition. Okay, best part, the price is right. Now, with kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Start the new year fresh with Little Spoon. Get 30% off your first order with the code T30 at checkout. That is 30% off, all right? T30 at checkout. Check them out. We are back right after this commercial break. And we'll be back with more with TJF after this. See you then. Welcome back to TGIF. I am joined by Al Reynolds and filling in for Funky Dineva. We have super executive producer James Knox with the pop and skin and smile. All right, y'all. They are giving you love in the chat. I think Funky Dineva is in the chat as well. What's up, Funky? Okay, y'all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to get into this story. I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. Designer ASAP Bari. How many ASAPs are there? Oof. Okay. All right. ASAP Bari says that men on the down low should be honest about their sexuality with women when they're intimate with them. The designer wrote on Instagram, I love gay people, by the way. I hate when low-key gay men deal with females, but on the low date guys. Stay true to yourself and others. Do y'all agree with him? Um, okay. So I am... A, a little surprised at the pushback with this story, with, with this situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with him completely. I, I think that, yes, um, men should not, you know, be engaging in, look, with a man or a woman, a man should not be engaging with sex with a woman and doing nothing with nobody else, period. But but it's a heightened level when you're also sleeping with men um, on the on the DL, I I agree with him. I think though that for me the conversation is it goes back to the black community, right? Does our community allow for men to be honest about their desires, about them wanting to maybe experiment with a man? No, it doesn't. We live in a time. We live in a space where if a man comes forward. more than likely the woman is going to say, oh, hell no, you gay. I don't want no part. And now he feels exposed and embarrassed. So I think that, I think Asabari is right, but I think it's easier said than done. Good points. Okay. Al, what do you think about this story? (laughs) As a bisexual Black man who struggled with my sexuality for years, when I listen to this type of dialogue from a straight Black man, it reminds me of how I used to talk then when I was not as comfortable with my sexuality as I am now. Um, I don't get why a black straight man would be so occupied with what gay and black men are doing. I just feel like most straight men don't give a, you know, just don't mess with their girls. <laughs> kind of. That's the vibe that I get. And on my and, and just to be honest with you, I don't even know who he is, but this is what I do know. When I researched him, you got your own sexual demons to deal with, young man. You are, were charged, you were charged and pleaded guilty to a sexual assault. So maybe you need to figure out how to sponge that and work on your music before you speak on anything as it relates to bisexuality and what download men should be doing. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I like to know if anyone you're sleeping with, actually, 
man or woman. Like, uh, you ain't about to come up here and mess up my pH levels with all the juices you have been. And that goes for other women or other men. <laughs> did you it's say true. Did you say Ladies, you know when your man's feeding balance. Before it listen, if you have unprotected sex with your man and he's out and, he's, and even if it's not an STD, just from different friggin' um juices, you can <laughs> mess around and get your pH levels will be thrown off. If you keep getting yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, or you that your pH levels are off, you know your man's been cheating. I'm just saying, he on these streets. So, uh, for the sake of everybody's people. Oh, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. We, we, I, I know, I, I, I can't let you go. That why can't it be that she's cheating? Why can't her pH balance can't be off because she's doing too many men? Why is it that? Oh, yeah. Whenever, whatever you talk about this, and I got to pull your card real quick. Whatever you talk about this, oh, you always card. say I'm that. Her pH balances are off because her man is cheating. Women cheat too. Men do not cheat by themselves. Al, Women I'm, not cheat ta- I'm not saying they don't cheat. I'm saying if you are, you, you're not cheating. If you're not, and okay, I know your dude is, I'm saying a, a litmus test, litmus test to know if someone is messing around with you is if you keep getting issues and you're not doing anything, then you know. That okay, you, gotcha. You're All right, I, I can agree. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Al, you need to go Al, get you some wait. after this. Go get you some sex after you this. You might be right. <laughs> Let me ask Al really quick. So, just to be clear, do you feel that a man who is bisexual uh-huh. and engaging in sexual acts with a man should let a woman know that he is indeed doing that, or is that you not know, this is a this is a very 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 uh, touchy conversation. I personally. I'm very forthright and will let you know now. But when I was struggling with my sexuality, it wasn't something that I introduced the conversation with because I wasn't comfortable. And that's fair. I mean, just like, you know, in the trans community, a lot of trans women may not feel comfortable right off of just meeting somebody right off the bat and say, hey, I'm trans. They might get to know the person first and then introduce it. Or just like when you're meeting a woman, a woman right off the bat might not say to you, hey, I'm into women. It, it, you know, it all has to do, I think, with your comfortability. I think a woman, as it relates to a man, as far as my rule, is that she needs to know. Have you ever told an Al, Al, have you ever told a woman that, hey, you know what, I'm bisexual, I'm, I'm, I deal with men as well. And if you did, what was the reaction? Was it was it open? Was it was it shut? Did it shut her down? Well, I, I tell you, now I do. Like now that I have really stepped into my space and owned my reality in my and what is it my my true me, when I meet women out, it's like, hey, this is what it is. Like Claudia, you know, we're at a certain age now where we're very forthright and transparent because it's just easier to navigate. Um, now I have had some say, oh, good, good to know. They enjoyed the honesty because I'm still attractive. I still got what they need, and you know. We can still do this. You know what I mean? But there are plenty of women that are just like, oh, and take a sip <laughs> and like, uh-huh. OK. And, you know, that's not their thing. But, you know, it, to each its own. For me, I want to be around people that accept me for me and like me for me and want to be with me for me. And that's all of it. I, I, I'm not in a space anymore where I have to hide anything about myself. 
Uh, Terry Vio says, I tell every woman I've dated that I'm bi and I've had no problems so far. And Lakita Wilson says, a guy should be up front because you're taking her choice away. And Blue Sophisticated, Sophisticated said, say that, Claudia, my pH balance is important. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would find a daggone chat comment that's going to always support your argument. That's from the producer. You should have been a lawyer. You should have been a lawyer, Claudia. <laughs> they picked the comments. Hey, I don't know if I have time for this uh, story before we go to break. Someone let me know. Yes or no? Right. I'm going to keep talking until you tell me time ago. Okay, look, uh, speaking of pH levels being off and infections running rampant, according to Complex, a new documentary alleges that Hugh Hefner's dirty self made non-consensual sex tapes allegedly and engage in sexual activities allegedly with dogs <laughs> and now we know the people they like letting their dogs kiss them on the mouth <laughs> but to find out Hugh Hefner supposedly, allegedly, was messing with dogs. How bad do you think the Playmates' pH levels were? James, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> the pH was off. It was given very acidic. Fish. It was given burning sensation. Because if you laying up with the dog, with the pit bull or the Yorkie, and then you come and lay up with me, we got a problem. Um, I, this, is this is a problem. Like, this is disgusting. I, I wish we would have known um, before he passed. But, I mean, come on. This is, I, I can't even, I don't even have the words to really lean into this. This is disgusting. Um, he had all the women in the world at his leisure, and he chose to be with the Yorkie. <laughs> Confused. Al, I know you're a big old freak, and that's even <laughs> freaky for you. What do you think, Al? You know, I this is disgusting, like James said, but this is the funny part to me. Not a single one of those women left after they walked in on him, pleasuring himself with that dog. That speaks higher volumes to his behavior to let them still stay in that house after they saw him molesting their dog. They are sick, sicker than he is, period. I saw a porn one time, y'all. Just one time? <laughs> okay, I'll watch it twice for research. <laughs> it was a German porn. Shout out to my friend, casting director Fred Johnson. Put you on blast because you the one that showed this to me about 20 years ago. It was a man and woman. They went to a farm and they had their way. Now, hearing someone was with the dog is one thing. When you see it, mm -mm, yeah. like, like, ugh. There's humans I wouldn't even want to touch me on the kiss me on the cheek. Never mind. A dog, you see when dog is little red thing come out, it's just wet and it looks no. like lipstick. No. <laughs> no. No. This show is going straight. <laughs> Did you and then you it looked like a little red lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> just sticking out. Just sticking out. And, <laughs> and then those girls, like you said, y'all said they're gonna go ahead and get with them after that. You you deserve every single wet carpet, moldy carpet, infection, <laughs> vagina. Absolutely. Fish My tank smelling girl. Garbage truck juice. <laughs> 
You know what? This is a great time to take a commercial break. I got I feel like I got to spit right now from the story. You know what? <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. This is a messy ass, nasty ass show tonight. I'm gonna let you know right now. And we're gonna continue this all the way through. So Funky Geneva, you send your peoples over here, and this is what you get, James Knox. And I want to have you back. You are fun. nasty. Fit right in with these freaks. Okay, y'all, real quick. Speaking of freaks and freak shows, Chloe Kardashian. I didn't notice this before when I seen her. Uh, she posted a photo and wrote about betrayal, and people on Twitter immediately noticed the color of her <laughs> her hands. One user posted a side-by-side photo of her hands with a photo of raw chicken feet. (laughs) (laughs) Another user wrote, how can your enemies betray you? Also, your hands. Another (laughs) user wrote, Khloe Kardashian's hands look like the hands of what I imagine lives under my my bed and grabs my ankles in my sleep. (laughs) Is it me or is it, I mean, does it feel like our beloved Khloe Kardashian. She just can't catch a break. James, what are your thoughts? She can. I, I'm going to say this. Yes, the hands are giving Amityville horror. The <laughs> hands are definitely giving uh, a, a Bates Motel, Scream, uh, all of the horror movies. However, I will say Khloe Kardashian chews most of these girls up and spits them out. She is so beautiful. She's such a beautiful girl. Yes, the hand, the color is wrong. It's all wrong. But you know what? Everything can't be perfect. I live for Chloe. I live for Chloe. And I think she chews most of these girls up. And if the only thing that's wrong with her hands, I take it all day long. I agree with that. People try to cover my feet all the time. Chloe, you you use those <laughs> chicken, raw chicken hands to count those millions. Al, what do you think about these hands? Can we see the picture of the hands while Al gives his commentary? Horror movie. Al. That's Tales of the Crypt right there. <laughs> I don't know, Claudia. I I, I just feel like um, Chloe's trying so hard and she can't catch a break. She's trying so hard. That woman has changed her face, her body, her butt, her breasts, her everything hands. but her hands. Everything but her hands. I just I just don't I just don't get it. I, I you know we've said it before. You know, we do like Chloe, but Chloe's going through some stuff. And and I really just want her to get to a space where she's happy with herself. Because those hands look like something else is going on with her, like anemia, like anemic, like she's on that that, uh, anti-diabetic medicine to stay skinny. That's what those hands are giving me. And that, to me, is a red flag um, to understand her emotional state, so... I don't know. I just feel sorry for her, but I do want her to find her happiness soon, though. So well, it's not going to be at a nail shop. <laughs> Al, you see all of that in the hands. She going through. She going through it just for them hands. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny or anything. But doesn't her hands look like Tammy Roman's hands? And Tammy Roman is dealing with her her diabetes and stuff. They they both have very similar hands, and I I, I, I I'm just worried. I'm just worried. That's all. Oh, no, I have to say something because I, too, have very long hands and like long fingers. So you can throw me in that as well. So I stand <laughs> with all you ladies with the big hands and the long, long fingers. But your hands don't look sickly. You know what? I'm going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, in a now deleted video, uh, a manager of a Brampton, Ontario footlocker who happened to be nude and ejaculating into a pair of sneakers. <laughs> this is the shoes. It's going viral. The man then planned to give the sneakers to customers to try on. Wait, so you're going to put your heel into a wet? Okay, we aren't going to spend too much time on this story. James, what do you think about this footlocker employee ejaculating to a sneaker? It's giving sticky, icky, icky. I, I, I can't even imagine going to the footlocker, putting on my nice new pair of Nikes and wondering why is it squishy and sticky and wet? No, thank you. He needs to be put up under the jail. I hope he, a manager, are you kidding me? He should be fired and put up under the jail with the quickness. Al, what's the weirdest thing you ever ejaculated into? Oh, <laughs> Almost let that out. I know there's something there. <laughs> I, my spirit told me to ask I almost that. let that out, Claudia. You are tricky as hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, mm, uh, ooh. Who knows? I, I will leave that one alone right now. Uh, okay. Jane, what's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the craziest thing you... No, no. No, no, leave it out. But no, you know what I do want to say? I do want to say this, Claudia. So if you know anything about foot fetish, it sounds like he has a, a foot fetish just redefined because they said he got completely naked. And we know that people with foot fetishes around shoes and feet, they get this urge to, to service themselves. So, I, you know, maybe this isn't the best job for someone that has a foot kink. So I'm going to say he probably needs to uh, resign. Okay, well, let's get into this game because that was a nasty story. Okay, before we go, let's put our guest host in the hot seat and play a game of never have I ever. We only got like a minute. I'll throw some scenarios and I want you to hold up a sign that reads I have if you've done it or one that reads I have not if you have not never done it. Okay, Al and I will play along. Y'all ready? Yes. Never have I had a threesome with strangers. Y'all are deep and dangerous. I have not. Absolutely not. I know Al has. Al nasty. Uh, never have I ever slept with more than 10 people that I met from a dating app. Look, I'm not no hooker. No. Oh, Al is yet. Okay. Never have I ever slept with a celebrity. Do not say the name. Al, we already know you have. You married him. <laughs> Do I get a plead the fifth card? No. Have no. I? You have? Ooh. Get, Ooh. I'm going to ask you off camera. Never have I been arrested. I've been arrested. Damn. Never have I dined and dashed. No, I ain't never did that. I got too much money for that, baby. Same. Um, never have I used the restroom without washing my hands. I mean, I'm sure I have, you know, at my house or something. I ain't going to lie to the people. Never have I flirted my way out of a speeding ticket. I absolutely have. I tried, but it didn't work. Okay, that was a fun show, James. Thank you so much, uh, Al Reynolds. And, of course, James Knox for joining and filling in tonight. You did a fantastic job. Thank you for watching us and uh, see and on YouTube as well. James Knox, I'll be in touch. And Soulmates, rewatch this tomorrow. We love y'all. Thank you so much. Thanks, Al. Good job.